0: You are now tuned in to D.A.R. Sports Media. We are here with the sports super pod for people who go outside, NBA, NFL, any other gambling stuff maybe we feel like talking about. Tonight, we got Taze Takes LLC. We got the owner and proprietor of D.A.R. Sports Media, The True God. We might have some other people parachuting in during the show. Don't know. So we're here tonight digging in to this. NBA in season tournament. True, you had a lot of thoughts. You were you were quite effusive on Twitter the other night. Uh, give us your thoughts on what's going on in the NBA right now. This in season tournament. How you liking it? I'm not gonna lie, man. I I, I,
1: I like the the in season tournament. There's a couple things that I'm a little bit frustrated about, honestly. Um, the 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 one thing that I'm frustrated about, uh, truthfully. Is the some of the performances uh from some of these teams? I think yesterday or you know Tuesday, I was very disgusted by the choking of the Golden State Warriors against the Sacramento Kings. I think in that first half, the Golden State Warriors looked like the Golden State Warriors, and then I mean, they had a 24 point lead, Steph was hitting, Wiggs was hitting, Clay was hitting. And then, you know, we see Chris Paul was out, which is bullshit. Uh, we talked about gambling. Uh, Chris Paul cost me and my whole squad like $25,000 off a $5 bet. But
0: hey, guess what? It's all good. There's a lot of people on Twitter saying the Warriors are fucking. It's over. I am one of them. <laughs> oh. I am one of
1: them. And But, but the reason why uh, I'm saying that, is because you, you can't fix your problems without acknowledging what they really are, right? The Warriors' problems are simple. They need to move Clay Thompson to the bench. I know this is not something that people want to accept if you were a long-time Warriors fan, if you were a long-time Warriors supporter, you go through this whole thing in your head where you're just like, "Nah, man," you know. Clay is Clay. Clay had a Achilles injury and an ACL injury. That man is not the same Clay, bro. He is not the same. He has not been the same Clay Thompson, and God knows when. He's not the same. So because of that we have to be honest about where he stands and where Golden State is as a team. Draymond Green just came back from suspension. That's a good thing. Uh I think in the grand scheme he helps their defense. He you know, he he has great synergy with Steph and I actually think in some weird way Chris Paul being out for an extended period of time, which I'm sure he will be based on what I what I read today, I think that'll help this team find their identity again. However, last night, prime example of stupidity. If Moses Moody stays in this game when he was hot, he's put like nine straight points. He was hitting threes even when Draymond got called for the move. I think the moving screen offensive five. He still, or Clay, I'm sorry, Clay got called for it. He still hit the three that he was that he got open for. The way that they use Clay and they use Steph, you can use Moses Moody very similar to this. He plays good defense. He has been uh when he's given the opportunity, he's shown up, he's done well. I think that is a problem. I think that is an issue with the Golden State Warriors. The reason why they're cooked is because. Steve Kerr cannot look in the mirror and say, okay, you have to be a coach. You have to tell Klay Thompson, who is making 44 fucking million dollars this year. He's making number one option money. But he's playing like a third, fourth option. And he's been doing this since he came back from injury. That's the biggest issue with the Golden State Warriors. That's the problem that I have. I think if Andrew Wiggins is playing like he played last night, the Golden State Warriors have a chance. If Steph Curry is going out there and shooting efficiently from the, uh from the floor on the floor if he's shooting efficiently, especially from behind the three-point line cuz he's been hitting these, you know, four threes almost every game and stuff, I think one game this season. If Wiggins, Draymond, Steph and a couple uh you know, a couple other uh you know, a couple other guys. I think Pods, uh was it I forget, I can't really uh, Podowski, whatever his name is, uh one of the the white the white boy rookie. I think if they give him some run as backup uh point guard, they could probably get back to where they need to get, you know, get back to. Because if you look at um Chris Paul might slow down the turnovers, but Chris Paul also slows down the game. They need some uh they need some pick and roll They, you know, they need some pick and roll, but they also need some speed. You know, uh, pods is very fast. I think, uh, you know, T, uh, T.J. D is um, very, very good at what he does. He, he he can be a good five. I think Looney might need to move, you know, move around a little bit more, get less minutes. He's been playing so many games. I mean, there, there's a way to fix it. But I mean, you got to also tip your hat to the, to the Sacramento Kings who were absolutely, you know, absolutely show heart. Um, Obviously there is something that I, I disliked about that game and the fact that they called fouls on just about every goddamn thing he did in the third quarter. I didn't like that. But this is kind of the NBA now, right? This is the NBA we're at now. Certain teams get a little bit more of a favorable whistle. Um shout out to the Los Angeles Lakers who just uh put the Detroit Pistons through through a hurting. But I mean playing the Pistons is like a free win, right? So um yeah, I, but I guess that that was my issue with the uh with the Warriors last night. I think they are cooked, but Chris Paul being out would, would could, could actually be good for him. I don't think – I think he's a good fit in, in certain instances, but I don't think he's a good fit in others because when you play, you know, faster, bigger teams, Chris Paul is not effective at all. Whereas if you have speed, you have ball movement. Everybody's getting – everybody's touching the rock. Everybody's moving you might be able to make something happen. So this is why I was against, obviously, the Chris Paul thing from the jump. He slows the game down. He might cut down on turnovers, but he is not going to be that guy. So, um, you know, that is – that's just just my opinion on that one. But I will say the game of the night on Tuesday, to me, was the Milwaukee Bucks against the Miami Heat. Unfortunately, no Jimmy Butler, but – Despite no Jimmy Butler, still went ahead and they had a great, great showing. Um, the Miami Heat, uh, Kyle Lowry was hitting some some very clutch shots. Um, Giannis was doing his Giannis thing. Although I think sometimes we get, I, I start to wonder like, what the fuck does Giannis do out there sometimes? Like he uh, he just bulldozing motherfuckers over, and sometimes it's just like it's not pretty at all. It's, it's definitely not pretty at all, but um, I like I, the Bucks. They're they, they're slowly getting it together. I think they like even though their record is what it is, it still doesn't look as good as I think it should. But I think they are starting to look a lot better. Um, I think Dame was very very clutch as, as expected um, on Tuesday, and that's those are the two TNT games. Those are very, you know, very very big games right there. I do, however, want to talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Minnesota Timberwolves. I can admit when I am wrong. It does not happen very often, but I can admit when I'm wrong, and Rudy Gobert is proving me wrong so far this year. You'll never hear me admit this any other time. But Rudy Gobert has been the pivotal piece to this amazing defense that the Minnesota Timberwolves have. Anthony uh, Edwards obviously the offensive engine, call Anthony Towns playing the number two role. It works. Call Anthony Towns was never a number one. Never a number one. He is your number two. And Rudy Gobert leading the charge on defense. <laughs> I'm surprised. You know, we we saw what happened last year with Rudy Gobert and his teammate. And we saw that nobody looked out for Rudy when he was getting the shit choked out of him like that. But it don't matter because they are winning, and they are doing a lot of good things right now. So, um, big kudos to them. They held on. They are moving on, I believe, to the uh, – They think they're moving on, right? I think, I think so. I know they won. So, I know the Kings also advanced uh, with their win. Um, I mean, let me check the, the in-season tournament games. I believe – no, uh, no. The Kings moved on. The Timberwolves did not move on. I'm sorry. It was the uh, the Kings will now face the Pelicans uh, in the West quarterfinal, and then the Celtics will play the Pacers in the uh, East quarterfinals. And then you have the Knicks versus the Bucks, the Suns versus the Lakers. So
0: a lot of interesting stuff there. That Celtics uh, Pacers. Matchup is interesting because that's two two hot teams, man. Especially the Pacers on the come up. I think
1: I I I really like the, the the chances of the Pacers to possibly be the one to surprise everybody and and, and come out of that, that East. I uh, at least for the you know. I mean, granted, it's only a couple games, so it's not that big of a you know, not big of a deal. But I like that man. So I like this concept. I like this idea. Um. I could see I could see
0: I could see a lot of good things happen with that. so for, from your perspective, it's like a true hoop head because I've been trying to figure out like, you know, ways as a casual to spice kind of spice it up. my my thing was like, okay, for the players, give everybody a ten percent bonus in cash if they win, and then flip five home away games to home games, right? That's that's for the players. And then for the fans, the winner of the whole thing should get into the lottery for the draft. Uh, that's just my ideas. But to make it more interesting to me, a casual fucking viewer, but to you as a true hoop head, what 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 about this is appealing to you or motivates you to, to care about this? Honestly, man, it's not a lot.
1: I'm being real with you, it's not a lot that like it really appeals to me because I feel like it's just your basic. Um
0: mm-hmm basic shit you know um just basketball on yeah that's it Yeah, you know yeah it's just they because it's like none of it none of this matters right so like if you hold up it's
1: like yeah it's it's like you hold up an in-season tournament you know (laughs) like you hold up your in-season tournament uh fucking uh trophy and it's like oh we won this like who cares like you know i mean like i just i don't know man like i i haven't I haven't really looked into it. I just want good um you know I, I just want good basketball. And I think that's essentially the only thing I'm focused on is good basketball. And you know, I I like that this there's stakes here, but what what's the future of this tournament? You know, it's yeah, that's kind be of a, my you know,
0: that's where my ideas um, kind of come from. It's like, okay, this is a kind of like a uh a, a, a freak show kind of you know, like it's a it's a new thing, so everybody's kind of excited about it. But like going forward, how and who is gonna give a fuck about this? Um so that's why, you know, I'm kind of I was just thinking of thinking, oh well, they could do this, we well, could do that, and generate interest, um, generate some stakes. Yeah,
1: I think I think it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like... Although they this is like, oh, you get this and you get a little trophy and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, okay, we got 70 more games or 65 more games left after this finishes. Who gives a shit? And I think that's where my issue lies is because it's like... I don't... I don't know. You know, I, I just don't know what, like, let's say we get a Pacers versus, like, the fucking Pelicans. And, like, do people, people going to care? But my boy texted me this. He said, the NBA's fake. The shit is bullshit. You're going to get the Lakers <laughs> versus the Celtics in the finals of the in-season tournament. To try to get it over, yeah. Because the league the league couldn't get it in the finals the last couple years. And they're just not gonna have it, so they got to get it some way. And if that happens, then yeah, basketball's fake. <laughs> basketball's fake. Basketball's bullshit. So,
0: hey, feelings about the the Warriors and the direction that they're going in. Then feelings on the uh, the end season tournament in general.
2: Uh, I don't think the Warriors can return um, back to what they were. They got their championship two years ago. You know, they've been a great dynasty and whatnot. It's just not. It's just not looking too good for them. I mean, Steph Curry is pretty much carrying carrying a bad roster, and everything's just. It's just like, I don't know. It just looked like they don't belong anymore. Like it's, this, just isn't the same team, and it wasn't the same team last year either. Like, they looked very vulnerable against the Kings. They lost to the Lakers. I don't know. It's just not this same team. Like it's it's over. Everyone's getting older except Steph. Well, Steph's getting older too, but his play isn't like everyone's on their decline and whatnot. It's been a it's it's been a long it's been a long journey but I think it's coming to an end. Young players aren't panning out to what they wanted to the top 10 picks they were drafted to and whatnot. So you now they missed out on a James Wiseman pick. It's just it's time for a change. I think I mean yeah play it out you got Steph Curry I'm sure he still wants Clay and Dre on the team make him we do whatever you want your superstar, you know, whatever he wants, keep him happy and whatnot. But they need change. Like, it's, they're just playing to play. That's that's what it's going to be. They're just, they're just playing to play. No outcome, no, you know, they'll, they'll be a middle of the pack team if that, with Steph Curry. Steph needs to play every game now. When he doesn't play, nah, they're, they're, they're going to be very bad as a team. So, yeah, just not really warriors had their time time's over now.
0: what's your take on this uh what's tay's take on this uh in season tournament uh you like it in the games? what drives interest for you for for the in season tournament
2: um I like the um the no sportsmanship I think that is hilarious <laughs> up by forty seven you gotta go up by sixty. I'm really like last night um last night the uh the Bucks and Celtics are playing, and they were up by 23 in the fourth quarter with seven minutes left. They had all their starters in, and they were fouling Andre Drummond so he could miss free throws and they could just add more points onto to the lead. I, I I like that. I enjoy that. It's something different. Teams take their foot off the pedal and towards the end of the game when they're up. They take their starters up. Now I like that. I like how they have to play the whole game. Like it like it's a close game. Like because the uh, that was smart. The point differential. I think I would like that in a regular season too. I think that'd be pretty cool. Like to, you know, how many points you win by, like your point differential throughout the season. I think I I'm down to see something like that. I, I like that. I like how it'll keep the starters in the game more. That's just more entertainment for everyone. It'll definitely keep the starters in the game, you know. You some teams they up by 15. Oh, they take their starters out. I think you wanna they should do that, like, for real. Like, <laughs> the teams that are losing by 15, they're going to have to keep their starters in. Even if you think the game's over, you're going to go down in your point difference. If you're winning by 15, you've got to keep your starters in. Like I just think that's that's good for basketball. I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of that.
0: So who are you guys' picks? Who's going to win this thing, Tay? Um, I'll say Boston's. Okay.
2: Yeah, I, I think Boston gonna win. I think they're, I think they're like the best team in the league right now. They're a little banged up, but I, I think they'll
0: win. Yeah. What well, single, single elimination, right? Yes. So, team that's hot that might play into it. I don't know. I kind of like the Kings.
2: That's true. Yeah.
0: You can say you can say the Kings. I just gotta see.
2: I don't know. I gotta really fully understand it. Like, what's this is all over. <laughs> and we can really understand it and whatnot, it'll make a lot more sense. I get it to a certain extent, though. Like I get the whole groups and stuff, but I want to see it as a whole, like how everything's going to work. Still a little confusing. I'm sure it's confusing to everyone, too. Like, yeah, no, that's a, a common
0: to... three. Yeah. True. Who, uh, who are you picking to win this thing? Um... All right, so so two things real quick. One, I actually disagree with Tate on the uh,
1: Warriors um, roster. I actually think the roster itself is actually pretty good if you just move Clay to the bench and gives – I think Moody is good. I think Flaminga, he's just a little stupid sometimes. Um, I think they could – I I think, as like I said, you know, Pods and, and – you know, when, when Gary Payton second is, is playing, I think um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't think they're that I don't think the Ross is that bad. I just think Steve Kerr don't know how to do with rotations. If Steve Kerr if Steve Kerr had good rotations, he wouldn't you know, we wouldn't even talking about that. But um I would probably say, like I said, if if I if I went with my you know, my dog my dog thinks my dog said, you know. Home was like, you know, Celtics versus Lakers, they're gonna try to give it to the Lakers. Um, but I actually think the Suns are going to beat the Lakers because as long as they stay healthy. Um, I know Bradley Bill won't be there, but if you put Devin Booker and, and Kevin Durant on the floor together, uh, I think that'll be hard for the Lakers to stop. Lakers aren't necessarily a great defensive team, um, even though, you know, they they've got some wins, but they haven't they haven't faced a um, you know, a, a super strong version of uh, I guess any other any team so far. I don't think they beat anybody at full strength yet. So um, I'm a, I'm gonna possibly could see the Suns and the Celtics being the final uh the final two. Um, but I I, I would probably say the Celtics. Very mild chance that the like like the Bucks do it too, but I'm gonna say I'll say something.
0: go so in chalk. I got any other to ask you yeah. about, the,
2: about the, the Warriors? What about the Warriors roster so appealing to you? Like no Steph Curry, this team is winning 15 games. Like well, that's I- because you gotta see this is the issue. The issue is not the roster. It's the coaching. I think this Co- roster, the coaching is bad, and the roster. It's not a good roster. This is not a championship roster.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to you like this. I don't I don't think most of the rosters in the NBA right now are championship rosters. To be fair, you got like two maybe two or three that's really championship material. I think everybody has room for improvement. The reason why I like their roster though is because because I, I watch the games, I watch the players. I think the problem is that Steve Kerr last year. He didn't trust the young guys because they and they needed uh, veterans, and they went out and got you know Sarek, Um, You know, I think they had Rudy Gay in, uh, in in preseason when they got rid of him, and maybe they should go and get him back. But they, they they keep doing this thing. The Warriors keep doing this thing where they keep getting people, try to get people who are cheap and people who they can kind of like you know, oh, okay, we got this guy. This guy should work, or you know, blah blah this and blah blah that. And I think Kaminga is talented. I just think he doesn't play in the flow of the game, and that's the problem. Kaminga is a cutter. Kaminga is a dunker. He is somebody you can try to, you know, drive to the lane. Kaminga is standing at the top of the, uh, you know, he's standing at the top of the key, and, that you know, he, he he's not doing anything. And so I think that's the big issue in itself. If you have someone like this who is a cutter, who can defend, he knows how to shuffle his feet, he knows how to move, you're not instilling confidence in him to be the best that he can be. We watched Kaminga put out what? Like, what did he do that one time? I think one time he had like uh, 25 or 20 in, in the preseason, he was getting all these minutes and he was, and then the season starts and he's getting eight minutes in the game. It's, it's that's the problem. I don't think it's a it's a talent issue. I think he's extremely talented, he's athletic. I think Moody, Moody is a very talented player. I think Moody's been a talented player since college. I think that's the problem, is that Steve Kerr is not playing these guys to their strengths. You like Moody can go out there and handle the ball. Moody can go out there and create some offense. Moody was given not given the chance to do so. Like that, but then the moment he was given the ball in the fourth quarter uh, of the night, he's scoring. The answer is they're not. They have a good roster. If you have Clay Thompson off the bench and accepts his role and is not forcing it, I think they have a decent enough roster. They just was up twenty four on on the Kings, who was a really good team. They was up nine was it eighteen and nineteen on the Thunder, another good team. They was up on the on the Wolves. Another good team, the top team in the in the West right now. They've stood toe to toe in the last two years against every good team. It's just they don't have the right rotation. You put Corey Joseph on the floor last night and took st- like they like the game. Like if they win this game yesterday, then people are like, okay, the Warriors back. If they were able to win by twelve, they would have made it into the actual uh, you know tournament. They were up by twenty four. What, what what goes wrong is careless turnovers, uh stupid, stupid, stupid moves. Like Draymond, like in the last minute of the game, Draymond throwing the ball away, Steph throwing the ball away, at leaves the six straight Kings, una- unanswered Kings points. They had the game one last night. Their problem is not their roster. It's literally everything else to me that surrounds the roster. It's the like Moody needs more, Moody needs 20 to 25 minutes a night. Kamanga needs about 15 to 20, 25 minutes night. There's no Gary Payton the second for a couple weeks at least. <laughs> um, you can go out there and put the put the white boy out there. You can go put Sark out there at the four. You can let, you know, uh, Trace Jackson Davis go out there and, and 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 play. I think they have a, a really good roster, not not championship level, but they have a star who can raise them to a certain point. But Steph is older now. And if Clay and Draymond were doing their parts, I don't. I don't see the. I can see the Warriors. I see the Warriors still going on some type of winning streak, even now without Chris Paul. I think their defense gets better without Chris Paul because Chris Paul can't guard shit. Not that Steph is. You know,
2: this this, this Warriors team looks like the twenty twenty one Patriot or the. The twenty nineteen picture, the last year Tom Brady. This that's what this looks like to me.
1: I could kind of see that. Like but just Tom like, Brady in like a a subpar roster. Like But also you gotta think about this. This is the same team that was six and two and then Steph got hurt. Draymond uh got suspended for five games. Yeah, it, a was car- I- it
2: was a carry job. I mean if you you say you watch it. If you watch it, you know this. They win because like Steph Curry carry jobs like hundred percent every time. I like, okay. Steph can't I, afford to I, have, I, have I, a bad game. They will not win if he has thirteen points. They're gonna lose every game. Every game, they're gonna they're gonna score eighty five points. and They're gonna lose. It's it's a carry job. That's all. I will. Want.
1: I'll say yes to this. Also, no to that because I think. If you look at when they started the season, they started the season with a loss to the Suns. I think Steph had a good game. Clay and Wiggins, if Clay, if, let's, say, let's say Steph go out there and have 25 or 24 or something like that. He had an off shooting night. But let's say Wiggins got 20 and Clay got 21, 22. That's a winnable, last night was a winnable game for them. Clay had like 17 in the first half and then he had literally nothing. In the in the in the second, like literally nothing, which that's the problem. There's so it's so inconsistent with what they do. This is the problem. If they weren't inconsistent, I believe the Warriors could 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 get a string of wins. You don't start the season six and two if you if you completely garbage. But I think once again, that's the issue. They do not know how to be successful at things that they need and the things that they know. Like, the Warriors of two, like, or five or six years ago, they would have won that game last night by, like, 25. But you start changing up. You got Corey Joseph. Like, if the, if they're good enough, Steph wasn't the only person cooking last night, right? So he started the game. He didn't start. He wasn't the only person cooking. In the game last night. Wiggins was cooking. Clay was cooking. And um when they were cooking, they was up, what was it 72 to 48? They played good defense. Gary Payton second was out there. And it's just to me, like I feel like they have shown that they can actually go out there and compete with just about anybody. The issue is maintaining that and then Steve Kerr's rotation. Like, go watch all these games, right, that they've lost. All these games that they've lost were winnable games. Like, literally all of them, winnable games. Like, the game against OKC, the two games against Minnesota, last night against the Kings. These are all winnable games, yo. That's the problem. All winnable games they just been doing real goofy, like, like real goofy-ass, like, shit. Like, real goofy shit. Like, they should have not lost that game this time. Losing that game is ridiculous. Like, there's literally no reason they lost that game. I have never seen a, a, a worse choke job than that. That was the worst choke job I've ever seen. Like, that was the worst... He was up. But the funny part is that was the worst choke job I've ever seen. But I literally saw the Warriors choke like two or three other games in the last two weeks. So it's not just a carry job for Steph. It's maintaining. Because Steph, you want to really be real? Steph really fucked the game up last night for him anyway. Because they could have won. He's like, they could have won. He was, he was doing stupid shit. He had two costly turnovers down the stretch. Draymond had a costly turnover that didn't make any sense. Draymond was trying to feed the ball to clay with 20, 30 seconds on the clock. Ask yourself why, with 16 or 17 seconds left on the shot clock, why are you trying to force a, like the ball to clay when you can hold it, less stuff, you know, let Steph move around, get the ball back to him. You could get, and if you want to get it to Clay, let Clay move around to get open. Boom! It's just like it was Steph. When Steph was holding the ball, and then instead of he was holding it, and nobody came to get the ball. This is basketball IQ shit. Nobody came to get the ball, bro. Not fucking uh, not Clay. Like if you if if the Kings were gonna foul. You could have easily got the ball. Steph, if Steph brings the ball up, he tosses it to Draymond. Boom. Draymond gets the ball. Draymond gets it to Clay. Clay gets it to Wiggins. Wiggins holds it. Steph is obviously gonna run up the court. You can get it to Steph. He gets fouled. He's the best free throw shooter. Stuff like that. You watch the game, like this is what you see. It's just they're making stupid, stupid decisions. And I think. The same could be said for a lot of teams. I think the Bulls are an embarrassment right now. Um, I think, you know, the, the Bulls are probably the biggest embarrassment out of all of them. Obviously, the Grizzlies don't have John Morant. And we all thought the Grizzlies with John, with, you know, without John Morant could still maintain and still do, you know, do something. But that obviously wasn't the case. So, yeah. Um, I I really don't know, man. Um like I I genuinely don't know what would it takes for some of these teams to get back on the right track. Um I we'll see how Golden State fares against the Clippers. Um I think they got back like two games with the Clippers. Um, those are both teams like in the play-in position right now. And it's like it's weird because like the Rockets are free falling. And um you know, they like they're coming back to life. Basically, you know, they 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 had a little nice run, and now they're coming back to reality. And yeah, so um, like I said, man, I I, I just I think like I, I still I still I still believe that the Warriors can make a run. It just requires really sitting in and talking to Clay and being like, brother, you've been ass this entire time. You've been fucking terrible. This entire time. All we need you to do is come off the bench, catch and shoot. Like, if you ever watch Klay Thompson play, when he does catch a shoot, it almost always goes in if he can set his feet. It's like he he's he's still a great shooter when he can set his feet. When Klay Thompson is, is ISO in motherfuckers, that shit don't work. Cause the nigga can't dribble. This is the issues I'm talking about. Like that's the issue with Go State. It's like, what are you running? What are your sets? What your plays? Run some high pick and roll. Run some pick and roll in general. Just run something that's going to work. The fact that they like Clay Thompson ISOs should not even exist. They should not exist ever, because Clay Thompson can't fucking dribble or create his own offense, which is part of the problem. Because they need somebody who can create offense. Which is why I said. Moody, that white boy, a couple, uh, you know what I'm saying? Even Wiggins can create his own offense. He's not the best dribbler, but he can create his own offense. He can get his own mid-range. He can get to the basket. That's what you're going to need. You know? That's what they're going to need. I will say, um, I, I I think it sucks that the 76ers didn't actually get to make it um, into, the, uh, into the tournament. I would have liked to see the 76ers they're such a great, they such a uh, you know, great team. Um, you know, through this through this through this early part of the season. I would have loved to see have seen them and what they could do. Um I'm surprised the Nuggets also. The Nuggets started off looking like, you know, full blown champs. Again, and you know, Jamal Murray, I believe, is back tonight. So, um, Shout out to Jamal Murray. He's he's having a good game, basically, from what I see. Um, but yeah, I I don't know, man. Like I, said, I just, I just think, I just think there's something, you know. I Think there's something, something there with 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 a lot of these teams that there's not a lot. Of, I don't think there's enough focus for several of the teams currently in in the NBA right now. I think they could. A lot of these teams are just kind of half-assing it right now. Shout out though to um, shout out to the shout out to the Denver uh, Denver Nuggets though with, with Jamal Murray back. Shout out for sure goes to the Orlando Magic. Who saw this coming? If you say you did, I don't believe you.
0: The Orlando Magic are thirteen and five. Axe did. Ax been talking about the magic. Yeah, he's been talking about the magic every episode, even before we started. He said it was going to be one of the sleepers. I just don't think you could have seen it
1: coming. Like I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't see this being like a formidable team. Sure, this. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Like, I thirteen and five right now. Top one of the top teams in the East. That's tough, bro. Like that is tough, and they're doing it. And then it's not like they're even doing it, you know. Like how I guess you would think, you know, they're not doing it how you would think. You got uh, you got just different guys. Jalen Suggs, man. Jalen Suggs has been balling out too recently, which is a big part of their success, I think, as well. You got Franz and you got Paolo, and you just got these these young hungry guys are going out there. They're competing. And uh it's it's exciting to see. It's exciting to see. Um I I I I like I said, I'm I'm interested in the in the ceiling of a couple team. I'd like to see what the ceiling is of the Miami Heat. Um, they they look decent. They look a little bit better than they did last year. Um, a couple guys stepping up. Um I want I would like to see the Thunder take on the uh, the Lakers, I believe. Uh so I want to see how that turns out. Um, yeah, like I said, it, it's it's a lot of interesting things, man. A lot of interesting teams. I, think, I you know, uh, I I'm just very surprised at the West and how it looks right now. And, and obviously, like I said, the uh the the Magic are the most shocking team out out East. I expected them to be good, and also in a bad way. The Bulls are also a shocking team. Out east because they fucking suck, and they got all this fucking talent on this team for no fucking reason. It's trash. It's garbage. It is terrible. It's fucking awful. Like it makes absolutely no sense how bad this is. So, just wanted to say that. Uh, on the Bulls, the Bulls need to fire everybody, trade everybody. But Zach Levine is a loser. And I have no respect for Zach Levine because he phoned he's been phoning it in for a long time. And it was his team. This was his team. He got two all-stars to play next to him. Granted, they're not like all-star all-stars, but they've been all-stars in the past. You got Bucevic and you got DeRozan. They all suck. Fuck the Chicago Bulls. I'm so disappointed. That's all I gotta say on Chicago. Just fuck the NBA. <laughs> except, except except the Kings. Except the Kings versus Clippers game. Let's hope the Kings come with as much fire as they had last game. Let us hope. That's all I can say. I'm not gonna say why I'm hoping that's a good game. But just
0: I hope it's a really competitive game, high scoring. Well, let's, let's go guys. On that, I'm saying fuck the NBA. That's why we're rolling over to the NFL. All right, so we can, like, we'll we'll just kick right off with it. I think we all know what everybody... So probably tuning in here to hear about uh, this week's game of the week and arguably the game of the year in the NFL so far. Uh, coming up, the San Francisco 49ers against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, after the Eagles played in what was probably the game of the year, uh, quality-wise, this past weekend uh, against the Bills. Awesome, awesome game. Awesome effort uh, on behalf of both teams. Jalen Hurts doing Jalen Hurts things. Uh, For sure. What, what was funny to me is I and I think, I don't remember if I've said it on here or if I've just said it to you guys in conversation, the Eagles remind me so much of that, of the, of the Bama, of the Alabama, the Nick Saban, Alabama dynasty run, where mm. they both had all of the best players, but also had every fucking lucky break go in their fucking direction like goddamn it ain't fair to have both and fucking the Eagles fucking do tell me this man is not going out here and making a fucking directional 60 yard kick in the fucking rain to bring them back to tie this goddamn game of course he fucking made it um you know amazing game and so here we go um you know, a lot of people they expect 49ers fans and uh, 49ers content creators to uh, feel a certain type of way about this. But honestly, I, I think you guys—you know—you guys have all listened to this podcast for long enough to to ex- come to expect the way I'm going to approach it. Um, to me, it's just another game, man. Like, say best case scenario, we go out there, we beat the shit out of them, 15 to nothing. Is that going to put us in the Super Bowl last year? No, it's not. Is that going to change anything? No, it's not. Is it going to put us in the Super Bowl this year? No, it's not. It's another situation where, with most situations, and the way I evaluate this every time I come on here, the the, the process matters more than the result. The process matters more than the result. I'm more interested in the way things look on Sunday as much as I am the win or the loss. Um, We go out there and we lose because we play like shit and we can't tackle and we make a bunch of fucking mistakes uh, and our young quarterback plays like a young quarterback and he doesn't continue to progress. Then, yeah, I'm going to be pissed. Um, If we win big, I'm not going to be that beat up about it. I'm not going to make a huge deal of it. It's just another fucking game. If we take scared, taint, you sound taint. scared. I'm not gonna lie. This is the this is scared.
2: The most, yes, you sound scared. Like you're trying low, to, low key. You're yeah, you're trying. Oh to like, wow, trying oh, to if we win, if we win, oh that's fine. That's fine. You're trying to like be in the middle well, ground with it.
0: What I'm saying is, way, I'm not gonna end. be on here fucking tap dancing, oh dunking on people. Oh, the eagles, we got revenge. Fuck you. You were never shit, you were always frauds. I'm not going to do that. It's just another fucking game, man. I have higher standards for my team, and I feel like I've I've expressed that so far on this pod. All these other weeks, I have higher standards than that. We should go out there and do what we should do. I think the the primary matchup here, Eagles have a great pass rush. for Niners have awful pass protection. Uh, there was a stat that's floating around. Anybody on Twitter would like to hit me up, could go ahead and see it so I can continue to dispel all these fucking silly myths that people seem to have about my quarterback. Other than the giants quarterbacks, no one throws under pressure more fucking often than Brock Purdy. PFF just put out a fucking chart the other day that shows the metric stats other than the giants quarterbacks. No one is under pressure more than Brock Purdy. And he is also the league's most efficient passer while under pressure. Um, So And the Eagles have a very strong pass rush unit. That's extremely concerning, obviously. On the other hand, the Eagles rank near the bottom of the league in several uh, pass defense metrics, especially in the intermediate part of the field. Their linebackers are very poor in coverage, which is the thing that the 49ers excel at. So it's kind of best strength against worst weakness on both sides. Um, And it's just going to matter which one of those has the most explosive impact on the game. I just want to see us go out there and finally play a complete fucking game. If we play a complete fucking game, there's no team, I don't think, from what I've seen, that's better than us in the NFL. But we like to do stupid shit. And if we do stupid shit, the Eagles are absolutely talented enough. We can't go in there like we have been the last few weeks and get turnovers and not get points. We can't go in there and and not step on fucking throats against a team like this that's as talented as the Eagles are. that have somebody who is a fucking warrior like Jalen Hurts is not going to fucking happen. So if we want to go in there and play a complete game and finally pull out one of these fucking big boy thriller in Manila type slugfests, then I'll be happy with it. If not... Then I guess we got to keep searching for that, and it's going to be tough to deny some of the things that people have said about this team. Tay, what do you think?
2: Um, I think you should be. I think you should uh, be more confident in your team, man. Don't, don't be scared of the Eagles, man. I think you should be more confident. You you deserve you deserve a victory lap if y'all win. But um, yeah, I can't wait for this game. Um, it will be pretty interesting to see. I, I I I'm definitely gonna tune in, and um, I know 49ers fans, Eagles fans are gonna be watching this as well. Um, yeah, like you said, um, the Eagles are good in pass rush, but their secondary is not good. They got the names, but as a unit, they don't really play the best. Like that defense, just not good. Like in general, I'm not even gonna sexualize the defense as a whole. Defense isn't good. It's 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 not it's not good. And 49ers often they do have good offense. I don't know. It's it's like everything is good on both teams except the Eagles defense. Like the 49ers are good on both offense and defense. The Eagles are elite on offense. Their defense is sketchy. But the Eagles just have this thing like they just always they find a way to win the game. Like, I don't think there's any other quarterback. I can have 33 passing yards in the first half and win the game. I don't I don't think there's no other team that can do that. I mean, Jalen Hurts was playing terrible in the first half, but
0: what's funny is team. you're you're actually probably gonna enjoy this. Um, I know there's some people out there whose fucking ears will probably turn red. Hey, remember what everybody thought of the Vikings last year? Mm. Well, guess who fucking has the same point differential through this many games? Mmm. Remember that you know that meme uh fl- yeah. flirting flirting versus harassment? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool and good and, and gritty when the Eagles do it, but when the Vikings did it last year they were fucking frauds, right? Yeah, so you Hold do on you
2: think, So you think the Hold Eagles on. are the Vikings?
0: I'm Hold on now. I'm just laying out stats. Hold on you now. You tell me. You tell me, dear listener. Wow. Watch, watch watch yourself, brother. I don't think watch so. This,
2: this is Vikings. A, Nah, I think their, their roster's too good to be that. I think the Vikings were; it had a solid roster and it had a lot of holes on both sides of the ball. That's why I think it's a little. Their defense was the worst. That's why I think that's a little different. Like the Bills, the Bills should have won that game. Honestly, if I'm gonna, you know, yes should have won the game just, it ain't
0: they, just the it ain't just the field goal it's the missed wide open pass inexplicably that would have won Davis, the fucking game yes
2: right it's miscommunication could have won the game and then overtime got the ball first it's not the play, it's not the playoffs
0: you go down score a touchdown the game's over but and then you know, we let them off the hook for this because we didn't talk about it uh how'd they win that chiefs game yeah that yeah it, it, it goes their way the fucking we, luck is going to run out at some point.
2: Yeah. Uh, here's why. Now,
0: they see. create – I'm not saying it's all luck. They create a lot of their own luck Yeah, because they do shit the right way. But there's do no that. fucking denying that the other team's mistakes the last two weeks gave them those games.
2: Like, oh, okay, You, I see why you think that, but they've had – Because that's what happened. That's why I yes, think that. The man dropped the all... ball. These are all good teams, though. It'd be one thing if they're struggling with the Panthers and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, they struggled with the Commanders twice.
2: That's true. They've been playing, like, the top teams in both. They played the Cowboys. Beat them. Played the Chiefs. Beat them. Played the the Dolphins. Cowboys,
0: another game that they probably would have lost if Dak Dak wouldn't have stepped out of bounds.
2: Yeah, but, like, if you look, you can't – I don't think you can say that after a certain amount of games – that's four games right there. That's against some of the best teams in the NFL. After a certain amount of games, he just started to wonder, like, Yo, they just win games. Like, you can't take it from them. Like, it did. It did. When the game's over, he was going to have more points than the other team. Like, that's just how it is. It's, I'm not going to call them the Vikings because they are doing it against good football teams. Like, that. that's why I think the Eagles are different. They're doing it against good football teams. And they got, uh, I think, Jalen Hurts. Uh, definitely makes them a lot better, but I think that they're, they're not the Vikings because they'd be doing this against good football teams.
0: Yeah. I got you true. What's your, uh, what's your thoughts on this game coming up this weekend, man?
1: I think it's a, uh, uh, think it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, I believe in my opinion, I believe that the, uh, the Eagles, they they have had their fair share of luck, as uh, as you so eloquently put put it, Eric. But uh, luck, I think luck's luck's for losers. I mean, they are they are a team that just went to the Super Bowl. They are a team that was very close to winning a Super Bowl. Um, I think they are who they are. They. They have the talent. They have the the focus. I think their defense obviously does need a little bit more work, but at the same time, you don't get to be a team that is atop of the NFL right now without being a good a good enough team. To, to I mean, you, you just you're not at the top if you're not a good team. So, um, I actually kind of wish this game was Sunday's Sunday night game. I know it's, you know, I wish it was a Sunday night game. But uh, they tried. Ex- they tried to I mean, flex
0: it. They tried to flex it. Fox said, fuck you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm excited, though. I'm ex- I'm excited for this game. I think these are, you know, clearly the two best teams in the NFC. Um, I think, I don't know. I think a lot will be, we'll see a lot. We'll know a lot more, too, at the end of the game. You know, we know more about the Eagles. Hey, a little bit more We'll know a lot 49. more. That's
0: gonna be my next my next question. If Purdy goes in there and fucking drops it on him, 300 plus, you know, 80% completion, three touchdowns. See a top 10 quarterback? Are we there?
1: This season? In is the they NFL already, he's, there, he's there already this season. Um I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, like, I guess, yeah, 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 but it's a season by season basis, you know, I, I, I don't, I mean, there's not a lot of eight and three teams right now uh, with a quarterback that's putting up a whole bunch of yards. So uh, I think in that, in that sense, you'd have to tip your hat to, I mean, who, I mean, how, how many quarterbacks are you taking over Brock Purdy right now to, you know, go out there? I mean, he has some good personnel, uh, you know. He's good, he's good, good teammates, but I mean, you got Mahomes, you got Lamar, you got your, you got your CJ's, CJ's a fucking monster. Um, although the Texans don't look like they're going to make a run for this, uh, AFC South, but, um, I don't know. I mean, we definitely, you know, Joe Burrow, I don't, I, I can't count him now since the Bengals are at the bottom of their division, um can't can't include nasty man you no know? so uh, uh i mean i don't know like who you know like who who else would i you know who else are we we taking you, like who are we taking over brock purdy in terms of the top 10 like we taking jared golf over brock purdy no he's
0: yeah. top 10 yeah, all we, right so there taking- we go okay so Tay. Brock Purdy goes into Philadelphia, goes 300 total yards, few touchdowns, plays a good game. He's a top-10 quarterback. That's it? Yes. And
2: I was going to send it to group chat. I did this QB quiz. It basically, I don't know. If y'all want to do it, I'll send it. But it, it it's going to take like a good 10 minutes if you want to get it perfect. It's a QB quiz, and it's going to put two people on the screen. It'll okay. say like – Anthony Richardson, Mahomes, you pick who you think's better. And by the time you're done that, it will give you your rankings of what you think as a, like your quarterback rankings. I got Brock Brady at nine. There we go. I I, I did it two I got Brock Purdy at nine, man. I, I believe that. It, it, it got it perfect for me. I got him at nine.
0: So you, so you think that already? That, that he, yeah,
1: I already yeah, think that. All right. mm-hmm.
0: Well, okay. there we go. So, okay, send that through. Sorry, send, send
1: that through. I got yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, send send, put in the group chat, and we'll all fuck with it all after right. we're done. They recording.
2: got NBA players, they got an NBA players, one and they got a QB one. I'm gonna send the uh, quarterback one right now. Yeah,
0: so, NBA we, got, we, we usually don't do this, but this is such, such, such a uh, highly scrutinized, high intensity situation. Let's do some picks. Who's gonna win, Tay? Let me go last. Let me go last. <laughs> True doesn't give a fuck. He'll say it.
1: Who's gonna win, True? Eagles gonna win, man. This is... I think they're gonna win this one.
0: Cause they're home yeah. too. Yeah. They're me too. Home. Me too. Yeah. I, I yeah. uh I don't know. I just don't think I I don't think we're there I, yet. I'll say this. I think, I think I think by the time we see them again, we'll be there. We'll be yeah, the team no, that we need I, to be to make it happen. But uh, I just don't, I just don't have faith that we're quite there right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you the key. And obviously, the
1: key would be, obviously, Christian, uh, Christian McCaffrey would be the really big key. Um, but I think the real key in this game for you guys is probably gonna be Kittle. If, oh, if yeah, Kittle sure. can have a big game, I believe in that. There's a possibility you guys can pull it out. Because always feels like when Kittle gets a big game, it feels like everything clicks for the rest of the offense. So, you know, I don't doubt that the uh, I I don't doubt that the defense is gonna show up, but I don't doubt that, oh, I don't doubt that the offense is gonna show up. But I think that's the key is Kittle. I think Debo like like Debo. It was the Debo game last week, right? It was the Debo game yeah. last week, which of course that would happen when everybody I know had kittle on their bets. But hey, it's whatever. Uh, you know, what it's I mean? kind but of like... a
0: it's kind of a uh, you know Missouri situation. It's a show me state. Uh, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Like we can say all we want about what team's talented, but. Uh, the Niners have done a bunch of stupid shit and it cost them three games and the Eagles have won most of their games so Mm -hmm. in order for me to be able to confidently pick the Niners in a situation like this they got to go out there and do it first so that's true. That's where I'm at Tay what do you think man
2: I'm going to go 49ers just
0: because oh there we go because we'll
2: say Eagles that's why I wanted to go I knew y'all make the same thing I'm going to go 49ers I think they'll pull this one up by a touchdown
0: why do you think that? Um, it's Eagles time. defense can't handle them.
2: It's time for the Eagles to have have a bad game. It's it's time, like they lost to the Jets, you know, go Jets. But yeah, they they lost to the Jets. It, it's time. <laughs> they'll, they'll get that second loss. It's still still a great team. You'll get a re mention the playoffs, but it's time they'll get that loss again. Like that that luck that you were saying that that'll run out this week. It, it, it's time they're due for a loss right here.
0: So speaking of those jets what's your what's your guys' take on this uh what's Tay's take on <laughs> oh, this God. this situation do we is look man oh, there's a man. lot of teams right around 500 in the AFC this is not fucking over they've been pretty damn close with probably the worst quarterback play in the league i'd probably say the worst because DeVito has actually been pretty fucking decent for the Giants the last two weeks. So I think that puts them behind the Giants. They've had probably the worst quarterback play all fucking year. And they've been close. They're right on the they're they're on the outside, but they're not a mile on the outside. Tay, what's what's your thoughts, man? Aaron Rodgers back at fucking practice today. I can't believe that.
2: My <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I can't believe. It. I need. They need to have like a. This deserves like a documentary or something like that.
0: Like, oh, it's gonna get one. I'm sure. When he when he
2: retires, he needs to tell the truth. Like how did he? <laughs> with drug, with shot, who? What doctor? And we need to know. There's no way he got hurt, got a regular surgery, and he's back on the field in in less than less than three months. I, we need to take deep dive. I, we can't do it while he's playing. He, you know, who knows what he does? But yeah. Oh no, we know what he does. But we got to see how this is possible. Like, if if he really had a torn Achilles, like this is gonna change everything. This is gonna like, this is gonna make the recovery time faster. Like, say he did something different, it'll it'll change it for everyone.
0: So I was going to, we talked about this off air and I wanted to say this just, you know, for my DAR uh, counterparts here and for anybody else. Cause I saw some people starting just, I would be careful about overextending yourself, claiming that he didn't really tear. I know that's not, you're not what you're saying, but I've seen other people say it claiming that this guy did not tear his, his Achilles because that narrative is already starting to gain momentum, like to where it's like a popular thing to say. And that means sooner or later, he's going to be like, oh, guess what, motherfucker? Well, here's my fucking MRI that shows my fucking torn uh, Achilles. So I'm just warning everybody out there who is really excited to say that you, you might end up looking stupid. I would be careful uh, overextending yourself on that claim. So there was a situation, I think it was last year. It might have been two years ago. Um Cam Akers tore his Achilles in the preseason and was back for the Rams in the playoffs. Now that's not quite the same time frame, but it's still way fucking faster than what we're usually used to seeing from a torn Achilles. Yeah. Um so it's not it is unprecedented, but it's not as unprecedented as I think some people are, are saying. It's 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 a huge difference. You know, August to January is different than September to fucking december um but yeah you know you're right whatever he did if this ends up working out i think it's gonna change everything true you got some thoughts on this wild situation
1: um <laughs> i would like to know what the fuck Aaron rogers did to get to this point um you know i remember the deer antler spray stuff when uh
0: yeah that
1: was going around i remember that stuff uh i don't i don't know man like i said this, this is just confusing to me bro like i i genuinely confused like i don't i i didn't even understand was i didn't even think it was possible for you know someone to come back so quickly from such an such a crazy and uh you know a crazy injury but um I don't know, man. I, I I I think. What's the purpose of this, of this comeback? Like, who is this benefiting? Because it damn sure ain't benefiting the Jets, because the Jets are not in position to really do anything. But so... they are.
0: They are though. There's a lot of teams in the AFC around right around 500. It could happen.
1: This false hope. All right, you know what? Fine. Let's 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 <laughs> let's, 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 let's 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 go ahead and, and 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 go with that. Right. Okay. So, even if, like, even if they have a shot or a chance, how stable can Aaron Rodgers really be? With with this, like, how do we know for sure? Uh, he could not. <laughs> so it's like it's just not worth it, man. Like, like I said, it sucks, man. Like he he didn't even get to, get to have he didn't get to have a season at all, so it sucks. But I would just give it a rest, man. I would just give it a rest. Like that's my thing. I just it just doesn't make sense.
0: Hey. See, the, the thing is, is Aaron Rodgers is a fucking weirdo and he thinks he knows better than everybody else. He thinks he knows more than everybody else. Um, and he doesn't have that that much time left. That's the thing. You know, you say Aaron Rodgers, you know, a, a lot of air argument about where Aaron Rodgers ranks all time is the fact that okay, well, he's so great, he only won one Super Bowl. Um, I think he thinks about that and he doesn't have that much longer left.
2: Yeah,
0: He probably has three years at most after this, right? So it's a loaded team. It's a team that's shown potential with awful fucking quarterback. We haven't even talked about the football aspect. Like, what is Aaron Rodgers with a fucking three months off Achilles tear going Achilles to do behind that offensive line? Like, I don't know, man.
2: Yeah, that's true. I saw something. I just, I like, I remember a while back. This is not the first time Aaron Rodgers has done this. 2013. It was, it was, yeah, 10 years ago. He um broke his collarbone. And I don't know if y'all know, broken collarbone, you're out for a season. Your season is over. He broke his collarbone in week eight, and he came back week 17. Won the game and got him in the playoffs. I do. Like that was that, yep. yeah. Remember, like that's not something you come back from that fast. Like I remember, they were like, "Oh, he might come back. He might come back," and he really came back, won them the game, got them in the playoffs. They lost in the playoffs, of course. But, I mean, I I, I forgot about that. Like he's done something like this before on a season the injury. Like he he'll come back. He'll it'll, it'll defy odds and come back. So.
0: Who you had Uh, you were excited about this some games coming up this weekend. This upcoming, yes, uh, yeah, Texans Broncos game is uh looking looking spicy. That's, that's that's gonna be a goodie. That's gonna be goodie. Um,
1: I don't necessarily know uh, you know, how that game is gonna turn out. I mean, you know, Broncos are pretty hot right now, Texans are, are pretty hot right now. CJ is 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 doing the damn thing. Russ is playing competent quarterback uh, play. It's all you could ask for at this point in this juncture. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's a game to watch for. I think, you know, I, I even think like a game like the Colts and the Titans, even though it doesn't really have much, you know, too many stakes right now, I always, always enjoyed those those games. So I would like to see how that game plays out. Um. Surprisingly, the Jets. Since the, you know, this is an important game for the Jets against the Falcons, and it's important for the Falcons too because the Falcons are,
0: I think they're 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 on top of the NFC South, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they just took it over. Uh, yeah, Apollo so, wanted to brag about that, so shouts to Apollo.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I know he's he's a little under the weather, so so I could be here, sick. but um. Everybody, everybody's sick right now, including two of us on this show. But we're just braving through it. <laughs> um, Lions and Saints, I think that'll be an interesting one too. Um, just, just because I like to see the Lions go out there and destroy them. Okay, that's uh,
2: what
1: I thought. I, I thought you were gonna
2: say that. I was about
1: to but, say. but it's just football, and on any given Sunday, you can be shocked at what happens. But I could also see the lions. The lions, might line man. Look, the lions always are good for you know they eight and three, but they always good for a good. Yeah, speaking
0: up. of speaking of the lions, are we are we like we're we're moved off of that right? Like that defense, like fun team, go to the playoffs. I'm happy for that fan base. I hope they win a playoff game, but they are not think. going. They are not going fucking anywhere with that defense. I ain't doing shit.
2: I, I like that streak. I think they should keep it going. I don't want them to win a playoff game. I don't like <laughs> I
1: like that. Scream. I don't, was, I don't envision them that. actually winning one. I don't envision them actually winning one, but no, no, I mean, look, I, like I said, outside of that, obviously you've got the 49ers and the Eagles, but outside of the 49ers and the Eagles, um, I actually think a game, it, okay, like, this game would mean more, obviously, if, if Joe Barrow wasn't hurt, but the Bengals and Jaguars had yeah. big potential. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's hurt. Uh, Joe Barrett's hurt, so it doesn't matter. I'm actually, I always like the Chiefs and the Packers games too, even though like I don't really have too much investment. I always find those games interesting. So, and I think the Packers are like a, they're middle of the pack team right now. So, um, they could go in there, you know. The Chiefs have to go in, and you know, in the Green Bay. So, mm-hmm. yeah, don't sleep on Jordan Love, man. Yeah, like, like I said, they they they're they solid you know they're not obviously they're not like a great team but you know packers are solid And i think you when you go against uh you know a team like the chiefs who have a lot of momentum and and uh you know whatever it's just i think it's interesting you know i think it's gonna be an interesting game I, and as i said we, we we're getting into you know playoff picture starting to shape up a little bit clear. um you know, uh, we got it with the Ravens by week, so no Ravens, no Lamar. Um, yeah. Uh, Tay, how you feel about the Dolphins
0: and the Commanders game? How, how you feeling about that one? Uh, hey. I, do, I also want to say, I, what the fuck? I, what are they waiting on, man? The, that was the most unserious yeah. fucking thing I've ever seen on Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, what yeah, the fuck was season. that? What the fuck are they waiting on? That was Ron. That, that defense, that defense gave me defense. negative six in fantasy. Yeah,
2: that was his defense. Ron called the plays. He fired the defensive coordinator. That was him. That was his defense. He called the plays. He lined us up. That was his defense, man. Forty-five, season high. But uh, how do I feel about the the Dolphins and uh, Commanders? I just don't want them to score seventy. Like I don't want that. <laughs> keep them below 50 and i'm happy man i'll take the loss i'm, I'm looking i'm already looking next season man like, if i'm being honest i'm, I'm already looking at next season i'm i'm really watching for sam Howell, honestly i'm watching for sam Howell and playing for a draft pick man like i hope we can get very high in this draft pick like no one's really thinking about that i want to get very high on the draft board we got our first we got two seconds two thirds we got a lot of picks Trying to get very high on the um on, on the board. Watch the same house. I just don't excellent
0: want excellent offensive line class this year.
2: Yeah. I just don't I just don't want a team to score like uh college basketball numbers. I don't want that. I do not want 70 points. I don't want 60 points. I don't want that. Like they keep it 38. I'm fine with that. That's fine. That's fine.
0: Any other thoughts uh going into this week? What would you notice from last week, Tay?
2: Um what did i notice uh the chiefs the chiefs finally had a good second half i mean they've been scoring most of their points in the first half and just going stale in the second half like that's how they you know they lost their games that way can't really you know this whole i would call this a dynasty the, the, their whole dynasty they've they've been like the comeback team the second half team but this year has been a lot different they're a different team and um yeah, they finally put together uh, two half. I mean, it, had, it was a poor first half, but the second half, that's when you really got to bring your best. And, yeah, the Chiefs finally did They finally played a good game. And um, I'm happy to, uh, the Falcons are giving the ball to Bijan, man. They're really helping my fantasy team. I'm excited for that. I don't know why they draft them in the top ten. You don't give them the ball like you draft them in the top ten. Like, think about all the past running backs that have been in the top ten. You got Saquon. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, like, they got the ball a lot. they rookie here. I don't know why Bijan's not getting the ball like that. I just, just don't understand it, like, from a draft perspective. Like, I don't know why you get – you reach that high. You don't know, give him the ball. You know, I'm glad he finally got involved a lot in the offense. I think that's how it should go. That's why I had the Falcons, like, pretty high in the division because I thought they were going to run the ball, and give him the, give their best player the ball. That's their best player in the offense.
0: That's what I thought they were gonna do, but no, they didn't. <laughs> well, true. Any any other thoughts going into this weekend? Mm, nah, man.
1: Um, just just excited for some good football. Um, I hope I hope we get some some good some really good games because every time I think we're about to get a good game. Or, like, we think like, – like, I think this Cowboys and Seahawks game has a potential to be really good. But then it's like we think it's a good game coming, and the next thing you know, these motherfuckers are, like, 35 to 10. Or, you know what I'm saying? So I just, I'm just i just hoping for good games. That, that's really it. You know, if we, if we get some good football, that's all I care about. So let's hope we get that.
0: Well, here on DAR Sports Media, we're going to have a lot of good <laughs> stuff this weekend because – this, obviously, this weekend wrestling show that's coming up for this weekend is going to be a fucking humdinger. Is it not? They're true. <laughs> hey,
1: man, listen. I've been very, 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 very nice to a lot of people in professional wrestling. I have been very And I have people telling me to be calm about a lot of things. I see everything. I see Bullshit. People in wrestling are idiots. There are a lot of other things, but I'm going to save it till the weekend wrestling show. Until then, stay, stay safe, my friends.
0: Pepsi Man wrestling. is back. Dur 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 Uh, we got to get our dur durs ready because there's going to be a lot of that, kids. A lot of, a lot of dir
1: dur dur
0: Shout out, shout out to uh. Shout out to
1: CM Punk for going home. Uh, hey, all right. It's just it's still weird, it's still a little weird. But hey, shout out to him for going home and going where the real money is. Right, that's hey. where the real money is. If you're really being honest, maybe I need to go Let's try to get
0: over there where the real money is. Oh. But uh, we will be so- getting weird. On our wrestling show. Go back, check out our interview with MLW World Heavyweight Champion Alex Kane from a couple of weeks ago. It was an awesome interview, uh, talking about training with AR Fox, uh, with stuff that influenced uh, a very unique uh act that he puts on. Uh, Alex Kane is was, was a great guest, he's the man. Uh, also check out our retrospective on Survivor series we put up last week. Uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot of good insights, a lot of stuff you probably wouldn't expect to hear dug into, uh, came out on that episode. So, check that out as well. And check us out for what I'm sure will be a very festive (laughs) weekend wrestling this weekend. And remember, World of DAR Sports Media never stops.